You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. News team, assemble! And bigger than ever, it's the unofficial 40 from Soonerscoop.com. Now, here's the entire Soonerscoop crew, Carrie, Josh, Eddie, and Bob. All right, it is an emergency edition of the unofficial 40 podcast. Uh, we welcome in uh, most of the crew. Bob is uh, riding away, but Eddie uh, Radosevich, Bob, uh, Josh McQuistian, I'm sorry, uh, are here joining us, and that's because Caleb Williams has announced his intentions to uh, explore another home through the transfer portal. We'll not rule out Oklahoma as a return, but uh, we do know that uh, plenty of discussions have been had between OU and the Williams family, and uh, they are trying, as Caleb said in his uh, release, things have changed at Oklahoma from when he uh, got here, and that being Lincoln Riley is no longer the head coach, no longer the offensive coordinator. Uh, he knows Jeff Levy will be coming in. They've had time to talk. We know that. Uh, and uh, Eddie, you had posted about this on the board that uh, you knew this was coming, that he was going to enter his name in the transfer portal. Would not rule out a return to OU, but he's going in the transfer portal. And that says a lot uh, because they do not feel like you know Oklahoma is the place for him any longer. That That it might be but they don't feel it until they look at some other places. Yep. And I think that, you know, it's, I guess in a way, a little bit better that everybody was kind of prepared for this, but you know, Carrie, I, Josh, I, I, we kind of go back to Friday, right. When we're talking uh, with the uh, kind of the, uh, the, the uh, Alamo bowl post game wrap up pod, just as far as the general sentiment and the general feeling leaving San Antonio, it did not feel like, Caleb Williams was a guy that was going to be signed up for the, the long haul as far as uh, his future at Oklahoma, that it, at the very least that we thought he was going to enter the transfer portal. And uh, sure enough, that happens Monday afternoon. I, I will tell you this, as we're recording it, I wouldn't be surprised if Dillian Gabriel is Oklahoma's quarterback by the end of the day. I think it's going to move rather quickly. Uh, that's not to say that I don't think that uh, it's a situation that they're going to try and re-recruit Caleb Williams. But, it, you know, Kerry, as, as we've kind of talked about, at some point, like, you can't be, and I hate the word being held hostage, but that's kind of what this is right now. Well, there's already, you know, uh, some stuff floating around. You you had heard this early this morning, uh, Mario Williams, uh, because, you know, he's a dual-sport athlete. Uh, and, and, you know, they kind of gave some hints to what his thinking was. I mean, go ahead and, and throw that out there if you want to as well, Eddie. Who, who's that? I'm sorry. Uh, Mario Williams. And yeah, why like, we I, thought he might be, you know, someone that could leave is, is because of his connections with baseball. Yeah, and I, I, I think that, you know, the baseball, you know, department or program or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, he's expected to play baseball this season for Oklahoma. And uh, that's been the plan all along. And, you know, you look up and 
uh, they're supposed to start practice here in a couple weeks for the start of the season. And I, I just get the feeling that he's been uh, the communication between OU and Mario Williams just hasn't been as good as possibly they thought it was going to be over the hey, last Mario, week or so. Uh, what's your shoe size? Hello, Mario. Shoe size? We just need shoe yeah, size. Yeah, like exactly. Pal. Like, can we get can we get some communication from you? <laughs> I just don't think that's going to be the case. And I think that he was always going to be a part of, uh, you know, the situation there. Uh, if Caleb Williams were to leave, and I I certainly think that that is going to play out. I would expect Mario Williams to enter the transfer portal, and uh, you know, I, it's not the news that Oklahoma fans want to hear. But I don't think anybody behind the scenes in Norman necessarily this isn't taking them by surprise i i think that's probably the best way to say it and i would even go as far to say that you know as of monday afternoon i know that oklahoma had talked to caleb williams and his you know kind of i guess cabinet of people if you will that include his father and i just i'll put it this way i i think that they're asked not asking for too much but maybe more so they know that they have some leverage and I just feel like they're living in a little bit of a fantasy land, not necessarily as far as who's going to want Caleb Williams, but maybe more so in terms of what they think Caleb Williams is worth, if that makes sense. Like, again, this is a guy that's a freshman in high school or a freshman in college that, to be fair, didn't win the job out of camp and certainly had his ups and downs as a freshman. Not saying that he's not worth it. Not saying that he could be a generational talent. We just got to go off based on what we know, right? What I take from this is, and this is my assumption, is that they are treating Caleb like, basically he just won the Heisman Trophy. If not, just won the NFL MVP. If not, just won the NBA championship several times. Like that, like I think... They feel like they have something that they don't quite have yet in terms of what their expectations are for money-making opportunities and things like that. And like you said, hey, dream big. Nothing wrong with that. But reality's got to rear its ugly head at some point in this whole deal. And we all knew that Oklahoma was not the top of the heap for NIL opportunities. But I don't know... You know, I wonder if there's anyone that can meet their expectations for what NIL really means. I'll put it this way. I know that Oklahoma has put together, you know, and I, I guess it just sounds so bad when I say like Oklahoma has put together a good package for Caleb Williams. Like, I, I don't know if that's necessarily the right way to say it, guys, but I know for a fact that they put something together that they feel like would be very enticing to somebody like a Caleb Williams. And, you know, I just don't think that they're going to bend over backwards for a guy, uh, you know, that relatively hasn't done much in his college career. Like, I think it'd be one thing if he'd won a Heisman Trophy this year, if he had been invited to New York City. Uh, shit, even led Oklahoma to a Big 12 championship. But we all know that's not the case. Like, I just don't think that they're, like, I, I feel like the Williams family wants to be wowed in a way. And while I feel like Oklahoma is, you know, doing as much as they possibly can, I don't think that they're going to go out of their way like maybe a, you know, and I'm just throwing teams out there, a Miami would or a USC would or shit, even a Georgia would. 
I wonder if it's like, I, I know none of you are going to get this. Maybe Josh will. It's like uh, Oklahoma calls him in there and is like, hey, here's a Rolex Submariner for you. And they're like, it's not a Patek Philippe Nautilus. Some watch humor for you. Oh my god! That <laughs> went over. That went over my head. That went over my head. I, I know what lie. you're talking about, but I'm like, God, you sound so like watch nerd out. Like Terry, <laughs> he's got like his screen up. He's just looking at watches while we talk about this shit. But no, no I've I've uh, seen them enough. I don't need to. I don't need to look at it anymore. <laughs> I know I'm fact. never gonna get a Patek Philippe Nautilus. I can't afford it. Oh God. Um, Almost like 180, I, you know, Eddie. 180 grand for one of those. Oh my God. It's pocket change. And they're like and retail for like 65. Guys, I, I will say I, I'm pretty impressed with how quickly Oklahoma put something together here. Because I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I had the feeling a week ago, if this comes down to NIL, NIOU is not going to be able to compete. And it sounds like they put together something very competitive that, hey, these are the things that can happen here. This is what we can do. And it, uh, like Eddie said, I mean, and, and I, you know, th this is, uh, and credit to Eddie, he's really been ahead of all this. He's done a great job with it. I, from what we've talked about with Eddie within the warm room and some of the things that we can't fully go into, it, it just doesn't feel like it's in touch with reality. Like, there, there are certain things that I don't care where he goes are just not going to happen. I mean, like the, the, it's not that, the, you know, NIL is one thing, that sort of thing, but just some of the other stuff that you hear, you're just like, that's, that doesn't seem like, I'm not sure any college football player. I, I, that, Cause it's no shot at Caleb Williams. I think he's outstanding and going to be a great player, you know, so long as he's, you know, in the right, the right hands, I guess you'd say, but I don't see any entity, you know, however you want to word that, being willing to part with some of the things that it seems to be that they have their eyes on, and I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see. I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe someone's that wild, but I just don't see that. I I think when most people sign up for the you know these businesses that sign up for these nil deals and they want to take part, it, it's kind of a you know it's a one year contract. I mean, like it's not. Well, and that's the thing. You know, I mean, it's like it would lead you to believe that they are chasing something like, you know, uh, I want ownership in this or that. Like, mm -hmm. in order, you're playing football for a year or two years. I mean, he's only going to be in college two more years. I mean, mm -hmm. he's not playing any further. Once he can, once he's eligible to go to the NFL, he's there. And by the way, stop it with the professional development bullshit. We all know how the quarterback thing works. They come from everywhere. You can't, if they had it figured out, there would be a factory. Oklahoma's the closest thing that's ever had a, to a factory for quarterbacks. And that's only because they had two really good quarterbacks back-to-back. -back. Spencer Rattler was just okay. I mean, Jalen Hurts, he's bucked all trends. I mean, he's, he's, he has gone to a place that used him, the, you know, the one way that you could use him, they've done it perfectly in Philadelphia. But he couldn't go in and be like uh, Tom Brady's backup, or he couldn't play in New England the way you know the way they run their offense. But they they've done a great job with. But I mean that's the thing is like they come from Wyoming, they come from uh, yep. Wisconsin, they come from Cal, they come from Fresno State for God's sakes. I mean Derek Carr is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He came from Fresno State. 
Well, and here's here's the other I, thing. Like, look at the like look at and I had this conversation with somebody earlier. Like, if you're gonna bank on this idea that you wanted you want NFL talent development, okay, I, I get that. That's completely understandable coming from a parents angle and, and just from a just a purely football angle. Outside of Lincoln Riley, who else is developing quarterbacks at a rapid rate right now? And by the way, Jeff Levy, he turned Matt Corral into ba- into maybe an outside chance at a first rounder. Like that's the most recent example of a a true development standpoint out of anybody, is it not? I I find that to be kind of like you, Carrie. It's kind of a load of horse shit. I I feel like. I I guys I couldn't agree more. I mean, like the. The idea that you that you're going to go somewhere that really has quarterback development figured out, that's not a thing. You, if you're really talented, you're you going tend to, to the NFL. Man, Dak yeah, Prescott like it, went to Mississippi State. Who the f- else has Mississippi State produced in the NFL as a quarterback? And ran that Tim Tebow offense where we just getting pummeled 27 times yes. a game. Like I, I, I don't know. Um, I, mean, yeah, that, I mean, that's the thing. Eddie, I mean. Caleb Williams has already won the lottery, and you're trying to you're trying to say that you know, like I want to win it. I want to win a bigger lottery. It's like he is the already the star of a top ten program. Like what you care about is visibility, and, and he's got the mo- He's one of the most visible players in the entire. There's only two other quarterbacks that are more visible than him: C.J. Stroud and the guy that just won the Heisman. I mean, it's ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous. Oh, the, the whole thing's ridiculous just in the fact that, I mean, we're talking about a, a freshman quarterback that is basically, you know, and I, again, I, like I hate the, just the tone of it, but he's held this thing hostage for a couple weeks now, has he not? And, you know, credit to him for finishing out the season and doing it the right way. I think that everybody would say that, you know, he played pretty damn well in the Alamo Bowl. I think the future is very, very bright for Caleb Williams. Uh, but at the same time, and I would even add this too, like, I think that there's a lot of, uh, I guess movement to the idea that some of the actions that are being made from the Williams camp are kind of out of his control. I, the way that I understand it, there are a bunch of people involved in the quote unquote Williams team, if you will. Well, and, and that's I, why- I, I just feel like he's not the one that is making a lot of the decisions. If And I know that that's not going to go over well with the fan base, and he's ultimately the guy that's going to be blamed for a lot of this. But I don't know, man. There's a lot of decisions being made that I think are out of the control of a 19-year-old freshman. Well, and that's why I think OU released the type of statement they did. I would say that they have Caleb Williams' best interest at heart because they probably... I mean, I know the people in the program like him. I mean, the thing about, like, when I hear about Caleb Williams and his personal interactions with other people, it's like, he's very, like, kid-like. He's not a serious guy. He's not, like, some guy that's got it all together. Like, he is inquisitive. He he cares about people. And then you, you see this stuff go along, and you're just like, that just doesn't match up. Like, so I think, you know, Maybe there's a hope for OU that his father and agent and all those people go out there and they just can't get what they want because what they want is ungettable. 
and that Caleb finally wins out and just says, just let me go back to Oklahoma. Guys, the, the thing that I think is also interesting, you know, we talk about Jeff Levy, his track record being as good as anybody's that, that is available, you know, save, save Lincoln Riley um, as far as an option. If you're Caleb Williams, why couldn't you ride out this year? Going to be your sophomore year. You see how it goes. If it goes well, hey, great, everything's good. You get some NIL money, everybody's happy. If you go into the portal and you choose poorly, you can't just go do it again. If it Now, you choose OU, and it doesn't go as well as you want to, then a year from now, you still have that option. You can still make that move, and you've got more information to base it off of. And, you know, you, you still have a lot of hype. He's still going to have a ton of options, that kind of stuff. But you do it now, and you pick wrong, then you really are stuck. Yeah. And so I, I think that's an interesting thing. To, you know, and I, I guess it's something we all know, but it's just one of those things that I don't know that everybody considers. Like, there's no reason not to, you know, like, if all things are equal, why wouldn't you go back to Oklahoma? Because then you still kind of have that bullet in your pocket. You can use it later if you need to. I mean, you I, literally ahead, have a top 10 program telling you, you are the centerpiece of everything that we are. Like, you're the face. Like, my God, it's just, I mean, it's detestable. It is completely detestable. And I, I completely understand. <laughs> I think you're, ang you're angry. No, I do, because it's ridiculous. And, and you know what I'm most angry at is because it's pissing off all the fans. Sure. And it just makes life miserable. And I don't want life to be miserable. I don't want everybody to be pissed off. I don't want everybody to be mad and upset and angry. Like, my God, have we had enough of that lately? It's just, I'm sick of it. I'm really just sick. And there's good news out there for OU fans, but all they're going to want to talk about is the Caleb Williams stuff. Like, and I'm, you know, we can get into the other stuff, but like, I get that Caleb Williams is going to be 90% of what everyone's thinking about. And the other stuff that is good doesn't matter like that it, it gets swallowed up but it is, i am i am just like i am enraged a little bit because you have someone that is in that position that doesn't place the proper amount of value or appreciation in it. and i'm not saying that's caleb you know it's it's more his family and look everybody has a right to make as much as they want in life and and to be happy and all that stuff Nobody's unhappy. Nobody's on the, the road to financial ruin here. Like, it's like you're in one of the best positions. Like, you, we talk all the time, and, and we've seen these stats all the time. You know, 2% of all people that play organized football make it to the NFL or make it to college football. I think it even gets to be ridiculous numbers to the NFL after that. But, like, you've won the lottery in life, dude. Like, and you're screwing it up. It's just, I hate it. Wow. Carrie, uh, Carrie is well, I mean, we talk about the opting the out and all this other shit, and it's just like, and yes, he played in the bowl game. He didn't opt out. That was great. Um, it, I mean, people, you're pissing off the people that root for you and cheer for you. You're hurting, I mean, you're hurting your sport. The sport of college football. You're, you're f***ing it up. Stop it does it up. It does seem like there is, uh, you know, I, I it's going to be interesting to see how this is kind of uh, digested nationally, because I think there's going to be a lot of people that just look on the surface of it. And as much as the family wants to say that, oh, this isn't about 
uh, money. This is about development at the quarterback position. Uh, and anything that comes out of the Williams camp right now, I think, is going to be seen from the outside looking in as as bullshit. Like, it, it's hard not to – when you look at the statement that he made, uh, you know, and the statement that they put on, out on Twitter this afternoon, it looks like a – Who's going to pay me the most money and how much money can I get out of this? It, I'm sorry. That's just the way that I think a lot of people are going to look at it. And because you know, it's I, the I, truth. It no, really it is. is the truth. I, I agree. I agree. And I'll be honest. I don't have a problem with that. Like th- there's nothing I, I've joked about it before. There's nothing that turns people who love capitalism into socialists quicker <laughs> than college football. Like we love like go make your money. Get what you're worth. Blah, blah, blah. Wait, wait a second. No, no, you're a college football player. That's no go. Like, I, I, I'm against that. I, I, I hate that idea. At the same time, just be honest about it. That's what bugs me about the whole deal. Like, trying to say it's about development and it's about these, like, I, you, okay, let, let's put it this way. If you say it's about development and then say, you know, we'll, we'll go with one of the popular rumors, go pick Georgia. It's not about development. That's not what we're talking about here. Georgia has absolutely no track record in the last 20 years of developing a quality quarterback for the NFL. If anything, they have a reputation of f***ing up quarterbacks because ruining they chose, five stars. They chose Jake Fromm over uh, I, not Justin Broyles. Now I can't even say his name anymore. Justin Fields. Uh, <laughs> it's gone the wrong. That's how well Justin Broyles finished off the season is that now I've replaced him. I, I no longer mess up his name. But no, I mean, yeah, I mean, Georgia is not a quarterback factory. It never has been. I mean, Stetson Bennett's probably playing better than any quarterback that Kirby Smart has had, and he's a walk-on. Yeah. Uh, now, OU fans, if you want to get passive-aggressive about the silver lining of that, is Caleb Williams would be stepping in to snuff out Brock Vandegrift's career at Georgia. <laughs> so... I, I like Brock. It's not a shot at Brock, but I, I know some people would find some joy in that. So, um, yeah, like like I said, I guys, the thing is, and kind of like Eddie, Eddie already referenced Dylan Gabriel. Like, there are options that OU is going to be fine at quarterback. Like Oklahoma, there, if Caleb Williams and company don't see what OU and you know Jeff Levy and the whole product is, okay, you know, like. Caleb Williams is a better option than anybody OU is going to get. I don't think any of us would disagree with that. At the same time, there is plenty out there that Oklahoma can win a lot of football games with. Isn't this a, are we are we looking at the new Todd Marinovich? What was his dad's name? I can't even remember his dad's name. Like you was know, he senior instead of instead of I won't let my kid have a Big Mac. He's I won't let my kid play for a top ten team unless he has a slice of Love's Travel Stop. He's just withholding things from him. <laughs> Marv. Marv Marinovich. Marv Marinovich, yes. That's so perfect. It's hey, wild. Just get ready. It, is, it truly is wild. Like when, and, and especially considering, like, when was the last time that you thought to that, like, Oklahoma would go out and hire Todd Bates? They're probably, I think we can probably just go ahead and say they're going to hire the cornerbacks coach from Alabama in uh, Jay uh, Bailey, and it's just completely overlooked right now. <laughs> it's not like you well, I mean, getting, the Todd, would... getting Todd Bates. I mean, that's your dream scenario. Like that's sure. the guy that you targeted from the beginning. Like 
okay, you can give up Calvin Thibodeau and you can give up Jamar Kane because you're getting Todd Bates. And then it seemed like it wasn't going to happen. And, of course, we've learned that Clemson never thinks that any of their coaches are going to leave uh, throughout this whole process or their athletic directors. Um, and you get him. And it's like, okay, that's the biggest win of the offseason so far. And then Caleb Williams and his family take a dump on your day. Thanks. We're having a good it's day. It's incredible. I, 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 and, you know, the more that I talk to people this afternoon, too, I don't know if 50-50 would be the right way to even say it. Maybe 60-40, 65-35 that, like, I, as we what are we betting right on now, here? I don't think that Caleb Williams will be back at OU. I think, I think they should just move on. Honestly. Now, the, the schools that – do we want to even discuss some of the schools that I've heard? Which, I mean, I think you can – you don't have to put, like, a number on it, but – I hope I he think, ends I, up I at USC I, I think, and he and Lincoln go out and struggle together and win four games next year. USC's obviously in play. The Miami thing's interesting if they were to hire Joe Brady. Like, I could very easily see him and Mario Williams ending up there together. Those are two uh, um, shitty programs right now. I mean, my I God. I know, I know, I know. They don't have the horses. Like, you talk about professional development. Don't you want to have, like, be surrounded by elite talent? Because it makes you look better as a quarterback. I've heard Georgia. Uh, you won't, I don't know if you two are ready for the, the other two schools that I've heard. Is oh, one of them I'm Penn State? One of them. Michigan? I'm guessing one of them south of us or north of me. Uh, it, technically, I think it would be Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. Oh. Which is <laughs> is just incredible considering didn't where they, Jeff Levy's coming And didn't from. they elevate someone to their offensive coordinator from, from that staff? Uh, well, it's Charlie Weiss Jr. Okay, that's right. Who's never called plays. Uh, did he call plays at Florida Atlantic with Lane, or was it just like he's a co-offensive coordinator and Lane was obviously calling? Lane plays. was calling the plays, I believe, at FAU. And then when he then he hired Levy because he was like, I don't want to call plays anymore. Well, I mean, it looked like Ole Miss had some really good pieces around Altmeyer after Corral went down. They they got a lot done there. Um. Not that OU did particularly well against that Baylor offense or defense either, but I mean, I, just just right there, it tells you he's leaving. Those are not better options. They're not. From a football nope. standpoint, they're not better options. You're not going to win as much. You're not going to have as much talent. Well, Georgia, you would, but the fit is weird. I mean, like we said, they have won in spite. Of their quarter. I mean, they're they're early Nick Saban Alabama's. They're in that stage right now. Mm-hmm. And unlike Saban, who clearly could like with Tua, he was like, Okay, we're committing. Yeah, to this. finally he's like, Okay, we're finally gonna start throwing it all over the place. Georgia finally had a quarterback that looked like maybe I and I'm not a huge believer, but they looked like they had a guy last year that maybe was gonna make that step for them. And then Kirby this year was like, nope, we're going to play defense and Stetson Bennett's going to run for a few first downs and we're going to try to be as simple on offense as possible. 
I, I just don't know how you can argue that that is a developmental choice. It wouldn't be. Because this whole thing is And the a rest sham. of them, did, Eddie, did you say Michigan? Yeah. That's the only other one I could say, okay, they're going to have an offensive line that can probably protect them at the same level that Oklahoma's can. And I don't know what they have returning. I'm just kind of basing on recruiting rankings and personnel and you know just kind of what I know of Michigan. Um, but at the same time, do they have the people outside? No, especially especially if Caleb were to return and Mario Williams returns. I mean, because I think Oklahoma, you've got Mario, you've got Theo, then, then you really have some pieces outside. But I, I mean, Michigan I mean, th- is still is, a very run-oriented mm, offense. Yes. Jim yes. Harbaugh is not going to just open it up and let it fly. Like, to me, out of all those options, look what Mario Cristobal did at Oregon. I mean, he had a quarterback that couldn't even throw the ball. I mean, he was playing a running back. At, uh, I mean, he did have Justin Herbert, so. But, but if you're. But. Justin Herbert's a better NFL player than he was a college player. He is. I just, think it changes things if you can get Joe Brady. But that's been out there for a while, right? Like, I, I, why hasn't that happened already if that's the road that you're going? That was rumored in early I don't December. Know. I mean, none of that makes any sense to me. No. I mean, Notre Dame... That would make some sense. You have a big brand. I mean, like, if you want, I, I if you like, just if you just want to win a national championship, then fine, go to Georgia. Like I get that. I don't I think, think the that mistake was championship is the biggest is most no, important. No, it's thing. not. No. That's we all know that. Well, and here's the thing: we're saying this, and I don't want to make it out to be like Caleb Williams is a selfish person here. I don't think he is. I don't either. I think if the choice was up to him, this never would have happened. And he wouldn't just stay in Oklahoma. I agree with that. I agree with that somewhat. I think he's getting a lot of pressure from outside forces. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that, like, and this is the the one thing that I think a lot of people are having struggles with and, and just kind of trouble comprehending the fact that, like, even though he's entered the transfer portal, I don't necessarily think that that means that like it's over for Oklahoma. No, but you've got to move but, on. I mean, he's put them in a place where they could literally lose every capable skill player, with the exception of probably Drake Stoops. Yeah, well, and I, I just think that we have to live in reality as well, though. I think we all kind of know the score on it. Like, I think that there's a lot of people down there that feel like. If you knew what you wanted, like your mind's kind of already made up as far as what your intentions are if you go ahead and enter the transfer portal. Like, don't, in a way, if you're like, if you're Oklahoma, it kind of feels like you're being patted on the head a little bit when he says, but Oklahoma's still an option, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's why like you, you go out. Don't, if you can don't get, mock us in the situation. If you're, if you're, I feel like is where Oklahoma's coming from. If you can go out and get Dylan Gabriel, go get him. Shut it down. Just tell Caleb, best of luck to you wherever you land. Yep, I, I, I don't disagree. If you can land a quarterback that you can win a Big Twelve title with, you, you can't say no at this point. You just can't. You know, it's, I mean, it's an old adage and it's terrible, but, you know, a bird in hand. I mean, you just can't let a guy like that go 
on the hope that Caleb Williams will return to you when it's pretty clear he's got doubts. I mean, the one thing that we know out of today, if we're talking about the future and going to the SEC, this would be another blow just to the overall structure, the the strength of the program. Especially you lose Mario Williams, you lose Marvin Mims. You know, the, the, it's a domino effect. And we don't know how far that's going to fall. But we do know what happened today is going to make the defense stronger heading into the SEC. So it's all about, you know, mitigating losses right now. And right now with the decision I think that Caleb Williams made to enter the portal, you got to move on. You got to go find your quarterback for next year. And it can't be Nick Evers. And it can't be a situation that you're just waiting either. No. What, guys, what do you think about the chance of OU going for a couple of guys? I think that there is high likelihood that they try to bring in more than one. Which is interesting considering the Nick Evers situation as he comes in as an early enrollee. But I was told today that to look for Oklahoma to take multiple players out of the portal at the quarterback position. I mean, they have to, in a way, almost rebuild the room, right? Like, and yeah. I love I love me some Ralph Rucker. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if you want to be in a situation where you're either having a, a play away from either starting a Ralph Rucker or having him come in and putting in a true freshman quarterback. Well, you won't have a single scholarship yeah. quarterback any longer that was recruited by Lincoln Riley. Wow. Or, actually, you don't right now. That's crazy to think about. I hadn't even thought of it in those terms. <laughs> uh, it's wild, though. It's it's wild, but again, at the same time, it's expected. I but just, like, I, yeah, you just got to once it happens and you process sure. it, you're just like, oh shit. Sure. And I just go back to kind of the sentiment that we had on Friday when you know I think that anybody that has listened to the podcast or read the board or anything, I. I thought that there was no way, in a way, that Caleb Williams wasn't going to come back to Oklahoma. And then as things progressed, even Wednesday, up until Wednesday afternoon, the day of the game, it started kind of one of those situations like, ooh, they're saying that? Like, I that doesn't seem like that is something that somebody that is, you know, dedicated to the program would say, and then you lead into Wednesday night and the stuff that Brent Venable set up on the podium, and that led into uh, the post-game press conference, and it was just kind of one of those, like, alarm bells were going off, like, something's not right here. There's a decision that has been made that maybe they're looking in other places. And I just don't buy it that putting your name in the portal then allows you to start talking to other teams. I know legally, like, if you're playing by the rules, that's how it's how it goes. But again, like, let's not. It's kind of like the NIL stuff. It's like all of a sudden we're start we're going to start playing by the rules. Like, come on. Well, it has happened. Uh, we prepared <laughs> you for it. Uh, it has happened. Uh, now you have to deal with it, both uh, emotionally and reality wise. And the we'll one thing that I don't know, Carrie, is like how, 
Like what? I want. I would love to know what's going on behind the scenes down in Norman, just as far as the general sentiment around Caleb's decision. More so from the coaching staff than the team. Are they pissed? Did they know this was coming? Like I, I just kind of go back to the Brent Venable stuff. It's like I think they probably had an idea of the direction this was going, or else he wouldn't have. Like, does it? it was it as orchestrated as much as Bob? Like. Like, I, I'll be honest, I had heard even last week that Bob was a little bit worried about the situation. Was him calling Brent Venables up there orchestrated enough that they wanted to kind of press him a little bit? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just, now I'm kind of wondering about that kind of stuff. Oh, I mean, I, I, I think everybody realized that they were recruiting him. I mean, like, you just win, a, I mean, that's what, to me, was ridiculous, is you just win a game, and you have to recruit the player that just was responsible for you winning that game. Yeah, it's, it's it was, just, it it's was wild. weird. It was ridiculous. And I, again, like, I know that it's going to be, it continues to be put out there that this isn't an NIL deal. Like, this isn't a money situation. This is about development. That just, while I think part of that is true, a lot of it doesn't make sense, especially from the camp that it's coming from. Like, if you want a narrative to be pushed out there, keep going back to that NFL production thing. Well, I, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I think some of it's true, but maybe not as much as it's being pushed. All right. Uh, that's going to do it. I know Josh has got to go get the girls and all that stuff, uh, but uh, wanted to get a little emergency pod up here for you. Be back again uh, as more fallout continues throughout the week. So uh, stay tuned to Soonerscoop.com as well as uh, everything you know with a portal. We'll be keeping an eye on that. See if Mario Williams does indeed uh, officially enter the portal. Uh, Caleb Williams, I don't believe officially has entered yet, uh, just made the announcement before he does. But Correct. I wouldn't be shocked if by the end of the day you didn't see his name in there, uh, and certainly by tomorrow. So, tough day, Sooner fans. I know uh, you're not real happy, don't like it, you shouldn't. Uh, it sucks, and um, we'll see what happens. And uh, we'll find out, I think, pretty soon who Oklahoma's next quarterback is going to be. All right, well, stay tuned to the website, Soonerscoop.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back for another edition soon of the Unofficial 40 Podcast right here on Soonerscoop.com.